Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, Commanders fans? Welcome into another episode of Believe in Commanders. I'm your host, Brian Murphy. I'm talking with my guy, Triple A. Triple A, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing magnificent. I am illustrious. I am luxurious. I am uh, magnificent. Did I say that already? I lo- what, whatever it is, I love it. And I'm all those things as well because it is a big game week. We're going to get into all things Giants, Sunday night football. If you listen to our Wednesday episode, we were kind of all over the place with just being back off the bye week and kind of touched on the Giants game. But this is all about the Giants and all about this huge game on Sunday night. We'll touch on everything we need to know about the rematch, part two against the Giants, some injury news and updates. And then, like I forgot to do, we'll give some props to the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award nominee for the Commanders. But first, if you want to bet on this game or bet on anything else, AAA has got to tell you about our guys at Bet Online. You got to go to Bet Online to do that, man. Bet Online, that is the place to go. Basketball is back. That's the place to put your bets on, all right? Go bet on uh, the Mavs or something. Luka Doncic. Not the Wizards. <laughs> you can bet against them if you'd yeah. like, but it's going to be your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You're going to find your latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and your game trends over at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. You can get a couple World Cup uh, bets in there too if, if you'd like to. It's always the fastest and the easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. You have that available to you. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get that 50% welcome bonus rewards bet online team. That is where the game starts. And the game's going to start against the Giants on Sunday night. It is. It was flexed into that position. It's going to be a huge game. Quick flex. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get it to all that. But first, I want to uh, go off the field real quick and give this guy his props. Charles Leno was named the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the Commanders. That just has to do with everything off the field, community service, just being an all around good guy. And Charles Leno, it's his second year in D.C., but, man, he has kind of become a stalwart in that community, and he just seems like an all-around good guy along with being a pretty solid left tackle. So uh, pretty awesome for him. Uh, go out and vote for him. You can do that all over Twitter. Um, yeah. What does this award mean to you, just kind of the name Walter Payton, and, and you know, do you remember who the, the nominees were during your time? Man, I, you know, it's an award I, I was never put up for it. I'm not saying I'm a bad guy. You're robbed. No, you're robbed. You're robbed. <laughs> no, no, man. I think like a guy, I think like, I feel like Lorenzo Alexander was a name sure. that would have come up. And he's a guy who is like always in the community um, in, in whatever city he's at. I mean, Buffalo, um, in Oakland when he was at home, uh, in the D.C. area as well. Uh, so Lorenzo really dives in and Charles has done that as well. He's got three different cities that he uh, gets involved in. And he's in, in the video I was watching, he lives in Texas and he's going to get involved down there. He has Leno Claws. It yeah, is one of the big cool. things that he does. And him and his wife have an organization. Um, I want to say it's called More Than Entertainment. So I apologize if I'm getting it wrong. But I think it's uh, uh, Beyond. 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 There yeah. you go. Beyond Entertainment, right? Yeah. So 
uh, he, he passed something. He's using his platform for, for, for good and making an impact um, with, with kids. And, and the one thing that, you know, I, I would always embrace the, the moments that you have with people because you don't know if that one moment ends up being a moment that just shoots them off into the stars and gets them going down the path that they really want to be, you know? So uh, I got to give a hat, you had big, take my hat off to Charles and really the rest of the, the nominees, anybody else that's doing something big in the community, you know, just because you didn't get nominated doesn't mean that you aren't uh, doing big things. Uh, but, you know, congrats to Charles Leno. Uh, good luck, man. Hopefully you win, but keep on doing good things. And if you hear this, you're down here in Texas. I'd love to be involved uh, and help you out with your organization. Love it. And yeah, his wife is cranking out the tweets, trying to get him a bunch of votes. She's a funny follow on Twitter too. So they just have become a really cool part of the DC community and just all the stuff that they're doing. And yeah, it's just, it's really neat. And it's gotta be an honor just to be nominated. I think all nominees get to wear the little patch on the back of their helmet now. And then yes. any winner gets to put uh, the patch um on the front of their jersey so there's yeah. that to just kind of show it off too which is really cool so kudos to mr leno and the leno family and, and all the guys it's always fun to see you know the little like uh montages that they'll do during the games with all the service opportunities and it's not just the guys being nominated it's guys across the league and so very very cool uh you know the my cause my cleats there are a bunch of guys doing a lot of cool stuff and it's fun Man. to see the nfl support that i love i love the my cause my cleats one i think that's one i, I feel like there was a couple of a couple of players that were um on the commanders that had some i, I don't have it in front of me right now unfortunately yeah. but um, could find it, but uh, I love the My Cause My Cleats, and, and that came out like just after my time because when I played, they were like, Don't mess up them shoes, mm -hmm. uh -uh. you know, don't mess up the shoes. And if, and if you had a sponsorship, like you couldn't uh, cover up the, the logo, so there were very, li li very little that you could do to your shoes without getting a fine. And now, uh, at least the, the NFL has found a way to bring awareness to different causes by allowing uh, players to get creative with their shoes. Um, so I think it's a good play, a good mesh uh, to find a way to help benefit everybody. So uh, I got to say kudos, kudos to the league for that one. Yeah. And I I'm with you. I can't remember the, the organizations, but if you go back on the commander's Instagram, they did a couple of videos and kind of had the guys spotlight it. So yeah, really cool. Really cool. Um, so moving back onto the field, Commander's doing some cool stuff off the field, but on the field, they're doing some cool stuff as well. And it's New York Giants week part. Duh. The first one ended in a tie in the Meadowlands. The commanders are doing everything they can to make sure they come out with a big victory on Sunday night football. It's New York Giants, Washington Commanders in a rematch. And uh, man, uh, everything's in front of the commanders. We talked about it a little bit in our last episode, but let's dive into it here. They win here. Their playoff odds shoot up. I mentioned that the last, the end of our last episode shoots up to 90% chance to make the playoffs. Um, that allows you some wiggle room, which you obviously want to win all your games, but allows you some wiggle room with a month left. How huge is this game? And, and what is that atmosphere going to be like at FedEx? Um, the atmosphere needs to be electric. It needs to be absolutely insane. It, it has to be as if you're playing Dallas for a chance to go to the yep. Super Bowl or something. You know what I mean? Like you got to bring that type of energy because to take your playoff chances from what seventy six or seventy three percent up to ninety percent just off beating one team, and you mm -hmm. still have a few games ahead of you. That's big. 
that's big. They always say like the next game is the most important game, but I mean, this is the most important game. And we'll say that again next week, but this is the most important game. And if, if I've ever seen FedEx loud and rocking, uh, this needs to be that times 10. Right, bring yeah. the energy because the the lights shine brighter on, on Sunday night football. Yeah, they do. The, I mean, you you got the little cam coming in that's watching you huddle. It's all crazy. It's a beautiful experience. You got to bring it as a fan. And you're the you're the only game on too. Everybody's watching, so you want to show out. Uh, I I hope that everybody realizes the the dynamic duo that the Commanders have on the defensive line. I hope Terry starts to get some more credit, which I think he slowly is. But it's a huge chance for the team, and and it, not only is it a huge chance, you know, for the team to make a name for themselves, it's a huge chance for them to to solidify their playoff chances. And you know, I, I feel like every now and then, with everything that goes on with this organization, that the players are asked about the atmosphere at FedEx and it, it you know it is what it is sometimes but it seems like recently they've been asked that and they they they're demanding it they know that these fans are, are fired up they've got a good team for a chance and I think they've said along those lines especially John Allen that he wants the place jumping he wants it bouncing he wants it to be electric and uh you know last week you, you managed or you know two weeks ago you managed to tie on the road now go defend your home turf that's part of it too and you gotta have some chance to do that you really do. You really do. And the fans, y'all don't understand. Like it, it, it does mean a lot. I remember being at the games where where the the visiting side would would be louder than the home side. That's not a cool feeling. Uh, right. So so do not let anybody in blue get up in there. You feel yeah. Don't let nobody in blue get in the building. I'm so excited. I hope they do some crowd shots because I, I feel like the, the commanders are fans are fired up. It's not often that this team or not often recently that this team has been playing meaningful de December football. Shoot, I think this is probably the biggest regular season home game in quite a while. Obviously, they had the playoff game against the Bucks a couple years back, but that was a co that was COVID year. So there are no fans in the stand. So uh -huh. it really could. It really could. That was the Taylor Heineke game was in front of nobody. If you if you remember, oh, gosh. don't take me back there. But this could be the biggest game with fans with that little added, you know, asterisk bonus there in years. And uh, I'm excited to see what it's like. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. It's yeah. gonna be fun. I was trying to see if they had a theme game for it, but I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if they do. It's it's probably just go beat the Giants should be the theme. Yeah, um, win we. We dove into it a little bit. The, the commander seemed to largely be getting healthy outside of Tyler Larson. I think you and I agree on the, the biggest name that could be back, and he's been practicing this week, at least limited through Wednesday. Um, and we think that he can make a huge impact. He wasn't in that first Giants game. Tell us about, about that guy. Ah, uh, you're not talking about Chase Young. You're talking I'm about not. I'm Thank not. You. That's that right. On the same page because that could have been real awkward if I no, went no, this no. way. If I had a zigged and you the zag, but we were both on the same page. I, I was, I was throwing the ball near the hoop. I knew you were going to slam it home. Yes, I didn't indeed. even have. A yes, indeed. I ain't even questioning if my knees were going to fail me or not. But hey, I'm up <laughs> here. We slamming it. Benjamin St. Juice. He means a lot to this defense, and, yep. and I think it comes down to the fact that you look at um, when Darius Slayton, he made a couple of big plays against the Commanders last week. He was able to pick on the young fella, Christian Holmes. Uh, Danny Can you hear Johnson me nodding? Because well. I'm just nodding. I'm just yeah, nodding. I see you. I see you <laughs> nodding. And and all that tells me is when I watched it, well, frankly, when I watched the tape of New York against, uh, against Dallas, the only time they went deep was to Darius Slayton. He's their 50-50 ball guy. They're, he's the one they're going to throw the ball up to. Be 
DSJ rises to the occasion when teams challenge him. Um, and you can see with his uh, dynamic duo, his teammate over there, tag team partner and Derek Forrest, good things happen uh, when BSJ is on the field and, and the Forrest is running around. So I would expect that you could try if he's playing, you got to think that there's going to be some turnovers created. Yeah. Um, he's going to help negate some of that deep passing game and, and really limit what Daniel Jones is ready to do. That's a good point. You know, we always talk about the safety duo, right? We always think about, you know, the strong and free safety kind of being a duo, but you're right. I'm thinking about the more recent turnovers and a lot of them have been created with 25 and 22. I'm thinking about, uh, I think, Derek Forrest interception against Philly. I think uh, Benjamin St. Juice was right there. We know about Benjamin St. Juice yeah. tracking down the play to force the fumble in that same game. Mm -hmm. the, the deflected pick in Houston as well. So you're absolutely right. I didn't think about that. A corner safety duo. They, those guys yeah. play well with each other. That's now, look, for sure. Now, now here's, here's, here's what's going on in my head. The, the issue of whenever you had Christian Holmes and Danny Johnson in, you had to see – you know, a little bit more too safety look. And it kind of changed the way that the defense had to play. This is how I'm I'm, I'm envisioning this thing. Uh, when you have two safety looks, it, it, it makes it easier for people to run. You have less people rushing, so on and so forth. I feel like if BSJ gets back, it gives you a chance to be a little bit more aggressive and put a safety in the box and have him spy Daniel Jones, have them mm. be up there to take away the run and make him be a passer from the pocket. Don't let him just read half the field and have the middle of, of the you know line wide open to run up into. Okay, I think BSJ can hold it down. There's not a lot. I mean, there's a couple of players that, that New York has, but really nobody's that's going to really just scare you. Yeah. Right? You shouldn't let no, no, no offense, but you know, shouldn't let Darius Slayton beat you. If he, if Darius, matter of fact, if Darius Slayton beats you and makes you win, and and New York wins well for that, then I mean, hey, that is what it is. Because yeah. it's not going to be. You can't let it be Saquon, and and you sure as hell better not let Daniel Jones run around here like he Jalen hurts. If yeah. you, you shut those two things down, I figured the people on the outside going to hold it down. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I I'll admit it. I didn't know that it would be that big of a deal to lose BSJ but you're right in the in the first Giants game he was he was sorely missed and there was actually I think Darius Slayton made the catch in overtime to take the Giants into field goal range to even get the 58 yarder off for Graham Gano and and part of me thinks that if Brandon, or Benjamin St. Juice wasn't was in there that wasn't happening along with, you know, a couple of big plays that he had had earlier in the game. So yeah, he's huge. And, you know, you don't want to put it all on one player, but it's nice that you can, it's kind of like in a, in a world series matchup, right? Game one, you throw a starter and you kind of, it's okay. He gives up three, four runs. You're able to eke one out or in this case, tie, but it's pretty sweet to come back in game four after game three and throw a total different wrench in things when you have your, your, one of your, your solid guys available. And that to me is Benjamin St. Juice. And I think that yeah. he's going to play a huge part in it if he can play. Yep. I think so too. I think so too. He's, he's not afraid to get, get dirty and, and tackle and hit and, um, yeah, he. I think he brings an identity to the defense. He helps bring and add to the identity. They they yep. like big, big people. They didn't mess with Kendall Fuller last no. game. They didn't mess with Kendall Fuller. They no. only threw to one to one side, and it was away from twenty nine. So yeah, I mean that's that's where that's what's going to end up happening over there.
so hopefully the commanders are getting healthy. It seemed like uh, there were not, it, we're, we're doing this on Wednesday. I'll be honest. There were not any do, DNPs. There were no, nobody that didn't practice. They were all limited, which means a bunch of guys were coming back. Mm-hmm. Montez sweat, James Smith Williams were in the concussion protocol. Uh, Antonio Gibson, I think was limited, uh, yeah. but it, it, there is kind of not the elephant in the room. I don't think it's a huge deal. I think we've always said that he's kind of an added bonus. If you get him at all, but Chase Young, it seems like there's some indications. There's some optimism that he might play. I'm not really convinced. I, you know, I feel like we've been hearing that for the last few weeks. So I don't know what makes this week different. Um, but what are your thoughts on Chase Young? And, um, you know, a should he play? A obviously we know the impact that can, that he can make. But should he play? How does he affect this team? Or what are your thoughts if a guy is is you know has not been there and now is going to make his debut with a month left? Um, I feel like if he's going, if you're going to be able to bring an impact and and bring some value to the team, then I think he should play. Um, if they're slow playing it because you know they're not 100 percent certain, then that's fine. Uh, but I, but you got to think about the gamesmanship behind it. Uh, teams would have the biggest sigh of relief if you if you just were like, you know what, we're just going to put him on IR. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and yes, the defense is good now. But I can tell you, you got to at least think about things differently if they say 99 is, is, is getting on the field. Yeah. You know, at least the offensive coordinator has to think, let's chip, let's say, bring, keep a tight end in if 99 is in. That takes an extra receiver out of, uh, of, of what you're trying to do on third downs. And um, for me, I feel like it's more of a gamesmanship. That you kind of got to be – you don't want to play your hand. Yeah. Uh, all the way. If if Chase Young is healthy enough to play, and like you like we can go get a ninety percent chance to make it to the playoffs. Why w- yeah. why wouldn't you put him out there? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I, I'm kind of getting there too. I just I feel like there were other opportunities, and maybe it made sense to take him through the bye. I just won't believe it till I see it. So I, yeah. I'm hoping that he's out there. He, as far as I I looked quickly on Twitter, I don't think he was listed as. Uh, having an injury designation, I think that you know that kind of yeah. is obvious. Do you yeah. see him on there? Well, I'm. I went to what the Pro Football Focus. This was updated. This is updated back on twelve two though. So you know, obviously yeah. with that bye week, they haven't had to send anything in. So at last his was questionable, um, and he was limited participant. So I mean, right now it's it's a fifty fifty thing. Like, hey, you know, I I I've been saying it. I think the best way to go about it is pitch count. You yeah. know, you, you activate him, you put him out there and you say, we're going to put you in in situations that are purely passing situations. Well, well, uh, I'm looking at Ben Standig an hour ago. Uh, this again, this is Wednesday afternoon and he is not listed. So they're not listing him with an injury. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean that he's not taking a day off or anything. But I think you have to list that. So it makes me think Man. that it's now just getting game ready and so we'll yeah. see if you if you had to put it in a bet on bet online i don't know what the odds would be but if mm-hmm. you had to pick yes or no and put 20 bucks down what are you saying chase young plays even if it's for five snaps does he play on sunday i feel like i'd be willing to throw 20 dollars at that okay uh, you know just i mean if if oh i just i just feel like you don't designate him to return and then you know it I think and I think that they've handled injuries right all year, you know, and people we're our expectations are getting ahead of, you know, what the reality is, right? Yeah. Like, hey, yes, he's healthy to play, but you don't really necessarily need to throw him out there just yet. 
Let him right. get right. Let him you get can, right. You can talk me into it. I'm a, I'm a cheapo right now. I would say no. I, I think that, um, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't feel it yet, but yeah, I could be yeah. wrong and I hope I'm wrong. I hope to see him out there. Cause I think it would yeah. just add to this whole environment. So. I would, I, I would say this, if he didn't play this Sunday, like I would feel stronger that he would play in a future, you know, in a future game. Like if it came yeah. down to it, you know what I'm saying? Like sure. winning, winning cures all. I don't see why you wouldn't try to put one of your best players out there if you're trying to actually win. Absolutely. All right. So on the other side, real quick, and you know, we're not as tuned in to uh, Giants, but Connor Hughes, he is a reporter for SNY. So he covers the Jets and the Giants. It looked like he was out there for Giants practice. Again, I want to say this is Wednesday. This could all change. But there's a little it seems like there's a little bit of question mark about how healthy Saquon Barkley is. I think he plays. I think there's no question about it. Saquon just d- doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to sit out a game, especially a game this big. But there, uh, Brian Dayball said wouldn't say if Saquon Barkley was on a pitch count. They're also uh, he also denied that Saquon Bark- Barkley got hurt in practice. But then Barkley did admit he get, got hurt in practice. So a little bit of juiciness there. And I'm all for spreading some rumors to hopefully uh, get the Giants uh, shaking up a little bit. I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to tell you how Dante, I'm like the third person in this telephone transaction. Dante Stallworth, great receiver, good friend. He uh, used to be with the Patriots. He said that Bill Belichick would go over the injury report and he would look and say, Saquon Barkley. It says questionable. It says, don't worry, he'll be there. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way you have to prepare. You have to sure. assume Saquon Barkley's going to be there. Um, and Dave all said not confirming, and then Saquon saying, "Yeah, I think that ends up being like a difference in uh, what what the coach wants to have delivered." Uh, one of the first things you always hear is like, "Hey, we don't talk about injury." Okay, don't talk about injuries, anything at you know injury related, related to the you know relay it to the coach. Mm. You know, maybe Saquon is like, shoot, I've been here long enough. I can tell you, yeah, I hurt my neck and or hurt my and got hurt in practice. You know, doesn't mean he's not gonna play, but right. that's just a little bit. That's gonna be a Saquon. Let me highlight you real quick. Hey man, don't do that no more. You know, so, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, and. It's funny you mentioned Brian, uh, I'm sorry, Bill Belichick. Brian Dayball coached under Bill Belichick a couple different times. So he's kind of got that Belichick in him. So it could all be gamesmanship. I just thought it was interesting that there was, you know, he quickly, he said that he wasn't hurt in practice, but he, Barkley said he was. So that'll be something to be see. You know, it's kind of curious. You know, I don't think he played the full game last week because they were getting their doors beat off by Philly, but that's yeah. something to be see. If you can stop Saquon a couple of times, can you take him fully out of the game? which I got to think the commanders are going to do. And I think they're going to, uh, you know, write up, you know, shore up some things that they struggled with. So, you know, we know the players to look out for. We know, uh, you know, a rematch, it's a quick turnaround. What are some things that you think that the commanders can do better? I mean, I know it's one thing to say, keep Daniel Jones from, from running on you. It's one thing to say, you know, you got to limit Saquon Barkley, but are there any like X's and O's things that they, that the commanders can work on from that, that, matchup just two weeks ago absolutely you're gonna have to take what you did before and 
just turn it up a notch. Emerald Lagasse, right? Just put a little bit of that on it and bam. And you're going to take whatever you did before to the next level. Look, you're going up against a team that just got whooped up on by Philly because Philly was able to say, we're going to just take your man coverage and then beat you, you know, with our receivers. And I think Washington can do that as well. Uh, but with the, with, uh, with the shuffling of the offensive line, I think they were a little bit worried about the pass rush. Now I think, Hey, Go look at the tape, see what you did before, and use that same game plan. But I say take that thing a step further. All those, you know, quick screens to receivers. Now you got to have a little screen and go, you know, uh, fake the block and have one receiver get up the sideline. Hit some big chunk plays because Washington, uh, Washington, Lord have mercy, New York is going to look at the tape from two weeks ago and say, hey, this is what they did before. And they don't have a game in between. You right. know, unless they found a way to sneak into practice, and I'm not saying nobody did. <laughs> they don't know. They have to assume Washington's going to do the exact same thing as they did before. All right. So now you have to think if they're thinking that way. Now I need to go either a whole new game plan or find another uh, way to just kind of change it up from what we already were doing. This that's just at least on the offensive side. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I don't think there. I think we talked to the, about this a little bit. I don't think there are going to be any huge sweeping changes. I think these teams finishing a tie, they're pretty similar, and now it's just kind of making tweaks to hopefully come out on top and not yeah. you know settle for a tie or a loss. Yeah. I, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. Honestly, the, the other part of it is for Washington to watch that previous day because there are some coaching points in there where there are a few where there are a few plays where it's like, hey, if you read it this way or you see this, hey, don't forget to peek. You, you could give a couple of coaching notes off of that previous game and still, you know, find a way to be really successful in this game. Uh, it's just like practice. I mean, you watch in into it in, uh, in training camp. You watch the practice that day and you fix it the very next day or the same day. And I think uh, I think Ron Rivera did it on one of his shows. That's like a commander's show. So he was pretty open about uh, some of the film breakdown. There was one play. I think it was pretty key. I don't know if it was second or third down, but Daniel Jones kind of rolled out to the right. There was nothing going on, and he was able to work his way back into the middle of the field and take off for a big first down. And Ron Rivera was like, "One of our guys just got too far upfield. Otherwise, they had it perfectly covered. If that guy is standing right there, it's probably a one or two yard gain, and you're you're having them punt the football. So I really, you know, I'm trying. You know, I know we're a commander's a pro commanders uh you know podcast but i really think that there are just some subtle things that this team can clean up to where they could have held that 10 point lead that they had in that first game and really kind of run away with it absolutely i mean I, I go back to just that very first um you got the turnover in that second drive where they opted for the field goal instead of touchdown. I'd go back and be a little bit more aggressive. I think mm -hmm. that if they were aggressive in the beginning, I think you can crush that team's soul yeah. and, you, and you can take away all the things that they were able to do. They were able to play more to their tempo and play more to their style, if you will, um, in that first game. And, and that's because you didn't put the pressure on them. You know, you have to bring, you have to put the heat on that team. They've got three options. It's say it's Saquon Barkley, Darius Slayton and Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. um, and I think bringing BSJ back allows, you know, maybe Cam Curl to get into the box a little bit more um, and, and help lock down the running game and make it more difficult on Saquon. Make it, make it the Daniel Jones passing from the pocket game. And I think if you're doing that, then you're probably going to be in a pretty good position. 
Yeah, uh, I think there are a couple of keys to the game, and I don't know if you have any others. I'm going to throw one in here. I think along those lines, it's not necessarily how you start because you started up 10-0 on this team, but it's how you follow up to whatever that first wave is. You know, the Giants are going to be motivated too. They have it all out in front of them as well as much as the Commanders do. If the Giants come down a you know eight play, seventy five yard drive to score a touchdown, how do you follow it up? I think that's largely been what has made the Commanders so successful. Commanders turn the ball over early on against the Eagles. Eagles punch it in. Commanders follow up with a 75-yard drive to tie. So it's not to me as much as what you do to start the game. You know, a lot of times I feel like you hear, start strong. Well, I'd rather you finish strong. Start start okay and finish strong. So, you know, if whatever that first wave is, if you go up 10-0 again, if you go up 7-0 on the first drive, force a three and out, how do you back it up? Because I think that's where this team can take the next step, and I think it's what we've been hoping that they've been able to do and it's what you were talking about that they could have buried it go for it why not go up to two scores yeah. you know i mean not two scores but two touchdowns not two just touchdowns. A 10 points go up two score is, two touchdowns 14-0 is so much different than 10-0 right I'm telling you you get 10-0 because you're like okay defense you held them good job and there's a little bit of positivity when yeah 14-0 you're like all right offense hey we need to drive like that's the difference the defense is coming over talking about hey we need some help uh, versus hey we stopped them now y'all bounce back so uh, it's gonna be a good game it's really gonna be a good game I, I want I want to see the coaches come out there and and say hey let's 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 step on some throats let's make this thing happen early and often yeah me too I love it and the Eagles just did it last week I think you can break these Giants pretty easily I don't think the commanders pound for pound are as talented as the Eagles but I think like you said they have some of the same tendencies and capabilities I think the Eagles scored on a fourth and seven play if that's what it takes to go up two touchdowns let's make it happen you're you're named Riverboat Ron for a reason maybe it was overblown a little bit but Go go get a, go trust your team to make a play when you need it to because they've done that already this season. So I'm with you. That's a great point. I agree. No, I agree 100. All right. Well, that's it. I mean, there's not. You know, we can sit here and talk about it for hours and hours. But these two teams know each other. We saw part one. Uh, now it's part two. It's a chance for the Commanders to really, you know, take hold of this thing and go achieve something and go get into the tournament. So any closing thoughts as we get closer to Sunday Night Football? Hopefully this has helped you guys kind of ease through these last couple of days as we get to the weekend. But it, AAA, any closing thoughts? And be excited. Be exciting, Commanders fans. I mean, this is a very special moment. This is something that uh, you're, you've been on an emotional roller coaster all year. You know, you started out the season high and quickly down into the dumps. We go, you're one and four, but now, hey, you're, you're you're entrenched in the playoff push, playoff race. So get behind your team, push this team to the top, left hand up, make this thing happen. Uh, be excited, man. Good things are happening up there. That's right. So hopefully we're, we're our next episode, we'll, we'll, we'll do our picks, but then the next Commanders related episode, hopefully we're talking about a big win and the Commanders sitting with a 90% chance to get into the playoffs. It's right there in front of them. Hopefully they can make it happen. Thanks to our guys at Bet Online. Again, we'll talk about our picks for week 15. Week 15, we're almost towards the end of the season. Mm. We'll give you our picks, a AAA parlay, all that good stuff. Talk a little bit about what's going on in the rest of the league. Um, so thank you to those guys. Make sure you use BLEAV for your 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. And then, of of course, listen, watch uh, all different, all that everywhere. Wherever you at, if you're in the car, you you may catch us on Sirius, tune in radio, you know, stream all streaming platforms, share it with a friend. 
uh, wrap it up, give it as a gift. Do uh, do anything that you can. Share this with somebody that you love. That's right. We're getting to be Christmas time. Uh, it's a great, great point. Great time. What do you want? What do you want for Christmas? Let me ask you that. What do you want for Christmas? I want the Commanders to to solidify a playoff berth, so I can happily wear my new Commanders gear for a playoff game. That's what I want. I, I'm being serious. Like I've already asked for like a Commanders hat because I don't have any of the new gear. I just want to be able to wear it with pride uh, the first week or two at least of of 2023. I got you. Okay, all right. I, I did, wasn't necessarily saying it had to be commander. Oh, right? I'm but that. Yeah, that in general. That's that's honestly it. Uh, if somehow someone wants to give me a new Apple Watch, this one's old. But uh, other than that, it's probably commanders related. Yeah, How about no. you, man? For me, oh goodness, I I think I actually told my mom um, that I was going to want some blinds. I, I need to get some new blinds in the house. It's Adulting, fun being an adult. Yeah. Adulting 101 folks. I tell you, stay young friends. No, yeah. I'm still young, but I need some blinds in the living room. So yeah. I'm probably going probably go get, get a, uh, get, get a gift card somewhere so that I can Love get it. some blinds. Yeah. My wife would probably tell me to think more practical like that, but I'm, I'm not an adult at heart. So, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Christmas. Out, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Christmas coming up. Hopefully, good stuff for Commanders fans as we head into the holiday season. So, you guys enjoy your time with family as it's coming up. And thank you for giving us a, a chance and listening to us and watching us. And we'll be back soon to talk more Commanders and the NFL. Yes, indeed. Y'all, y'all be easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.